old idea pins and story pins into just pins. And so we're kind of going backwards and they're getting rid of idea pins and making the focus be only static fresh pins and video pins available for upload. to another episode of Date Night with Danny, And on this episode, we are going into detail about idea pins, <laughs> the haunting idea pins. <laughs> and so I really thought that this was a great one to get into because there's so many mixed feelings and reviews about idea pins. And I want to put out my two cents, what I've heard from other people, what I've seen, what I've experienced with clients, yada, 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 yada. So let's get to it. First of all, what are idea pins? So idea pins used to be and are still for some people a form of a pin on Pinterest. And so the idea behind a idea pin is that it was an idea idea and essentially Pinterest wants you to create um, not collages but like slideshows that will inspire pinners to save and to use for future. So a lot of times people would use videos inside of the idea pins have like six different slides explaining different steps of a process etc etc. So in the wedding industry, you could have used or might still be using idea pins to show off your gallery, maybe upload 10 photos and have all 10 of those be in that one singular idea pin, kind of like a slideshow that would be done on your stories on Instagram. So it's like very similar. It's how I like to describe it. Or you could upload a video from your Instagram as well, like a reel or a TikTok without the watermark and add it into your idea pin. And so with idea pins, like last year, there was no way to add in a title and description and a link. Then they started rolling out that you can add in a description, a title and a link. And you can also add in your tags. And so, we started seeing this progression of idea pins moving more towards the traditional um, standard fresh pins, which is just one singular image or one singular video inside of your Pinterest pin being published. So it was not a slideshow. And those have always been the consistent um, thing that Pinterest has always had. They've always had fresh pins. It's always been based around that. And when idea pins used to be story pins got launched, everyone kind of was like, what the hell is this? Because it was something new. It had never been done before. Everyone's like, is this actually worth it? Will I get actual results? Is it going to mess up all my other analytics on my Pinterest? Because everything was just pretty straightforward with Pinterest as far as like what you're supposed to do and adding in something new could potentially ruin it. And so long story short, it has now evolved into now a fresh pin. 
instead of an idea pin. Some are still available to some accounts. Some, some people still have access to idea pins, but a majority of my clients now have been converted to only being able to post pins and not idea pins. Now beforehand, when you were able to, you'd be able to click upload or publish pin, and then there'd be options, idea, standard pin, and then video pin. And so when, or no, sorry, it wasn't video pin, it was board. So it'd be like standard or fresh pin or just pin and then idea pin and then board. Now what it says on people who have, it's not available anymore, or you don't, if you never even had it, because maybe you're just starting, it will only say pin and board. And so what this means is that they are converting all of the old idea pins and story pins into just pins. And so we're kind of going backwards and they're getting rid of idea pins and making the focus be only static fresh pins and video pins available for upload. Um, some people still have, like I said, the old version where you can still upload idea pins. Um, and then some people don't even have it anymore at all who used to be able to upload idea pins slash story pins. So my thought process here on this is that even from the very beginning, the Pinterest gurus out there have been hesitant and wary of these said idea pin story pins because they're inconsistent. We don't have enough data. Um, they're not categorized the same way as a fresh pin. They don't have um, the ability to link before they added that. And um, it was very just misconstrued of like what was really actually a good idea. And so based off of what the Pinterest gurus have said, what I've learned, what I've tested with my clients is that um, I used to use idea pins very minimally. So let me give you an example. My fresh pins on my clients were anywhere from two to four pins a day. And so if you times that by seven, four times seven is what, 28 or 36, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so it's around like 30 pins a week. And um, I would only be doing one to two idea pins a week. Um, so in correlation to the fresh pins that were going out, I wasn't really doing that many um, idea pins. And that's because I did not want it to const like uh, construe the analytics and mess them all up in case something happened with idea pins and maybe all of them go away or you know, whatever it might end up being in the future. Because again, we didn't have consistent data. And so when I was doing that for my clients, we would see great results. And this was like last year, right? Um, when they were like starting to become really popular, they were even doing creator ads around it where um, you like people would get paid to create idea pins on a weekly basis. They had to create one idea pin a week. And so seeing also that they were favoring idea pins one a week for a challenge, that's essentially kind of what backed up my data here is because Pinterest like was giving away their secrets to these people who were in the creator fund and they would literally make money from just posting idea pins on Pinterest. And so once I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm going to be consistent with this for my clients and give them at least one to two 
idea pins per week published every single week. And then once we started seeing that they were slowly removing idea pins from clients' accounts, I was like, uh-oh, what's going on? Um, Pinterest gurus have sent out emails explaining things, what's happening, and um, essentially, like I said, they're converting idea pins into the just standard fresh pins, so you can't upload any type of slideshow anymore. And this is not just happening with new client accounts, this is also happening with people who have been consistent with idea pins in the past and now do not have access to that feature at all. And so what does this mean? In my head, this means idea pins are fucking dead. And if you're still using them, it's just a matter of time of when you're not going to have them anymore. And so my recommendation going forward is to pivot your strategy and change to not utilizing idea pins anymore inside of your Pinterest account, especially if you still have it. Because they're, they're, they literally put out an article like back in August or September, I can't remember which month, that stated that this new feature is getting released slowly and eventually everyone will not have idea pins anymore. And so that's like major red flags. I would immediately get rid of using idea pins in your strategy due to that. And that was, you know, a few months ago and it is happening. Like almost every single one of my clients don't have access to idea pins anymore. And so change your strategy, stop using idea pins and start doing more fresh pins. I would say if you're at three pins per day, bump it up to four. If you're at four pins per day, bump it up to five. If you are in the green or if maybe your impressions have slightly gone down because idea pins are now not a part of that process anymore and they're not getting you a bunch of impressions, that's when I would bump up your overall pin count on your Pinterest. So... Um, the other thing that I would do is start creating video pins. A lot of them um, will have a good like client retention rate. Um, so people will click on it, want to see it. And the goal behind the video pins is for them to essentially gain more impressions because it's usually more eye-catching when someone's scrolling through Pinterest. Think of it as you as a consumer in this situation. You're scrolling through Pinterest, you're looking at all of these pins under the specific keyword and a video pops up. Your eye is going to automatically go towards that. And so the point behind it is to grab the attention with an eye-catching video, whether it's repurposing of a reel or making something in Canva where it is a slideshow of photos um, and uploading that as just a standard video pin. And so that has worked really well with combating against losing idea pins. And I've actually done that in place of idea pins with a lot of my clients. I've incorporated at least one to two video pins per week. So then we can increase those impressions by gaining traffic on people like actually getting their attention grabbed with these videos and wanting to click on it. And so the goal behind it is then to have them click over to your website. So in my opinion, I really do feel like idea pins are dead. It is very clear that they are going out of style. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. Because not only are people not even having access to idea pins, 
but Pinterest made an announcement that they're getting rid of this feature and only allowing you to be able to upload a pin, not an idea pin. The very first indication of this was when the creator fund went away. And that was like earlier this year um, of 2023, the creator fund went away and essentially made it impossible for people to make money from posting idea pins on Pinterest in the future. And so everyone's like, well, what the heck? I was making like hundreds and thousands of dollars from doing these challenges every single month. And now they just took it away. So that was the first indicator. And then now it's 100% official, like it's happening. It's just a matter of when, not if. And so, like I said, if you are relying on idea pins for increasing your impressions, switch and transition over to video pins. Um, and doing the same amount of video, the same amount of video pins that you were doing idea pins um, to make sure that those impressions continue to stay up. Now, overall, what I'd recommend as well, if you're not doing this, is really making sure that you have a strategic title and description inside of your pins and video pins going forward. Uh, with video pins, you can't tag anything if you're using Tailwind to schedule all of your pins. And so you just really wanna be strategic with the type of keywords that you're putting inside of your pin titles and descriptions for both types of content. So now, an example. I'll give you two examples of what I would do if I was trying to make video pins. So I like to use a feature called igram.io. You just type that into your Google search bar and a website will pop up. And you can also pull up your Instagram on the next window. And when you pull both of those up, you go to a reel on your Instagram, grab that URL that is there when you click on the reel and copy that URL and put it into the igram.io feature and click download. Now what's gonna happen is it's going to download your video without the watermark. And so that allows you to be able to repurpose your reel from Instagram onto Pinterest as a video pin and also in, includes it without needing to have that watermark which is a big reason why sometimes like watermarks i mean why pins don't do well if you repurpose is because of the watermarks and pinterest doesn't like the watermarks so that is a way just keep in mind the audio um pinterest sometimes gets rid of the audio because it's not it's like copyright issues so what you could do is upload that video pin, which is your reel, into Canva now and get rid of the audio. Um, and then you can upload it to Pinterest without the audio, just to be safe. But there's really not any huge issues with them removing the sound from your pins. They'll just remove it, they'll send you an email, and you can get on with your day. <laughs> Now the second way that I would go about creating a video pins is uh, going in, if you're a wedding photographer or wedding creative, this is like the easiest way if you don't have any reels or video content from like your day ofs. Um, so what I would do is go into Canva, upload like five to six, maybe even 10 images from a gallery that you are trying to pin about and essentially use that upload it into Canva, make them the right size on your Canva. You just go to Pinterest pin on there and it will like create the size for you. You put all the photos in there and then at the bottom it will say set duration and you'll set the duration for each photo to be like one second, 
or 0.7 seconds long. And essentially what this is gonna do is it will make each photo be only visible for one second or however long you set it for. And so what will happen is when you go and click download after you set all those durations on every single one of your photos, you'll click download, you'll click download as MP4, and then you download it. And so when you do that, you'll see that um, it's all compiled into one video and the photo only has a duration of 0.5 seconds or 0.7 seconds and it will go through the photo super fast. And so that is another form of a video pin. And then the third way is um, I like to sometimes use the feature inside of Canva where it like gives you essentially a moving collage. So it's like the photos will get moved into it and it's like six or seven photos in one singular pin and it will get moved in. So it's kind of like an animation. And so that's another really good trick to use with your um, video pins if you don't know what to do. So those are my top three ways on creating video pins. And so I would recommend using those going forward in place of your idea pins. Or if you don't want to use video pins, you don't have to. I would just bump up your fresh pin content and how many pins are going out per day, bump it up by one more per day, and then you should be good. Honestly, the way idea pins were in the past, it was very, very hard to get any outbound clicks from an idea pin because usually what would happen is people would see it, right, and click on it. But then there was no easy way for someone to click to your website, whereas all of your fresh pin content, just singular pins, are going to allow for people to easily click on the pin and go to your website. It's like very straightforward. You literally just click on it and then it takes you to the to your website. And so that is the best way to build your website traffic and gain reach from your Pinterest to your website. Because that's the goal is you want more people to have outbound clicking to your website from your pins so then you can get inquiries, bookings, and more traffic, right? So this is a super short and sweet episode because I think it's so important to talk about what idea pins were, are, <laughs> what story pins are, were, and change the way you're doing things and just get straight to the point. Add in more fresh pins per day. Make sure you have a really good title and descriptions with keywords since you can't use the tag feature anymore like you were able to do with idea pins and start incorporating video pins if you can and um, using those tricks to make it super easy for you. And a lot of the times people will just upload their content into Canva and you can like download it all at once to make it super simple for you. Um, but yeah, so my hot take here, doing Pinterest for the last two to three years, almost three years now, idea pins are officially dead and it's okay. Don't don't worry. It's all going to be fine. I know a lot of people were relying on idea pins. They were like doing like five a week, like every single day. You don't need to do that anymore. Just ramp up your fresh pin content, 
schedule it into Tailwind. It's a lot easier. Idea pins, you couldn't even like schedule for the longest time. And it was so hard to be consistent for people outside of like having a Pinterest manager. Then they were able to schedule it. And that was like an indication that they're changing things. So take it as you will. Do what you will with this information. My recommendation is bumping up those fresh pins, adding in some video pins, see how they do on your um, Pinterest and adjust and pivot if you're noticing one thing is doing better than the other. And yeah, happy pinning, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Date Night with Danny. If you have any questions about idea pins, if they're dead or not on your end, how you can tell, any just follow-up things that you want to chat about, please come over to Instagram at it's Danielle Ashworth and let's chat up about it. Like let's talk about it and pick each other's brains and get up in the nitty gritty of things and make sure that you feel super confident and comfortable about all things Pinterest. Another thing too is if you are ready for some more help, you understand the basics of Pinterest and you're looking for strategies to use inside of Pinterest, my recommendation is to go over to my website. It's danielleashworth.com slash courses and go look at my courses. I have multiple options. I have my CEO of Pinterest, which is going to teach you all basics and strategies of Pinterest, um, how to make video pins. It will be all visual for you. It gives you step-by-step rundown of everything going on inside of Pinterest. Um, and then I also have my playbook, which is only a Pinterest and blogging strategies. So you don't get any of the basic stuff. Um, and that's super, super affordable too. So lots of resources at your disposal. Again, it's itsdanielashworth.com. And then if you want to just do forward slash courses, it'll take you directly to that page. All right, you guys, I will see you on another episode of Date Night with Danny next week and talk to you later. Okay, bye.